0: Welcome back to Between the Notes, a motif music podcast, taking place at the Parlor in Providence, Rhode Island. Today we are sitting down with local artist John Farone. We want to thank the Parlor for sponsoring, as well as R1 Entertainment, Bulk Coffee, the Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden, and Dash Bicycle. We'll get started today by enjoying a performance from our guest, before we sit down with him to discuss his experiences with the local music scene. So sit back... Turn up the volume and enjoy the show. So Turn the guitar down a little bit in the monitor. Sorry to be a pain. Um, do I have time for do another one, or yeah, sure. do one more?
1: It's absence, you
2: Thank you very much. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Motifs Between the Notes. My name's Ben Shaw. We're here at the parlor with John Faron. We're going to talk to him about his life, his experiences, his deep, dark secrets, <laughs> The thing that really, the things that really make him tick, the experiences that he's trying to get to us through in song. So first questions first. How are you?
0: I'm doing all right. All right, good. Uh, how are you? <sighs> Shooting I'm, the I'm questions good. right back.
2: No, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm actually really good. Um, things are. Uh, there was a lot of traffic on the way, so I was a little late. Got to admit to that. Got a cop to that. But um, other than that, not bad. So what's a? Uh, how's life been for? for you lately in this in this last year or so with music pretty
0: normal um nothing out of the ordinary (laughs) Uh, same old same old stuff um i had a kid on the first day of quarantine
2: well that's definitely not different at all no
0: everything's pretty much business as usual
2: (laughs) (laughs) you know there's a worldwide pandemic you have a child you know everything's just kind of like you're just going through the motions now yeah how was that so is this your first child first
0: kid uh it was super intense uh, I was working from home, so I was with him all day, every day, um, which was cool. Um, but also, there's no escape.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just kind of, you're always there. Yeah. Now, what do you do normally? Do you work on the side, or are you a full-time musician? Or? Yeah, no,
0: I have a bunch of jobs. Um, I work, uh, I just started a new job, uh, an office job at the Champlain Foundation, which supports a lot of nonprofits in Rhode Island. Nice. Um, and then I work at Whole Foods doing the grocery life oh hey man and then uh in between those i do random constructiony things
2: oh really mm. i mean like a like independent contract work or working with an independent contractor? um
0: just myself really i do like stuff for friends and family but nice. everybody needs something
2: so. yeah <laughs> that's what happens when people know you're handy yeah it's like i i'm a landscaper and so anytime like family needs like tr I w- I worked as a uh I worked on a tree like trimming crew for a mm-hmm. while and anytime anybody's got a question about trees, Ben, what do you think about that limb? Yeah. It's like, like having a
0: pickup truck. Like everybody's yeah. got something they want to move.
2: Everyone's <laughs> got a question. Everyone's like, Are you the expert on this? Yeah. I could call a guy and I'm going like, I don't know. I mean it looks okay. Yeah. But so having a kid, what's that how has that kind of changed your day to day now?
0: Um Yeah, it's a new day to day. Everything is new. I don't really know what I'm doing. I don't know if you're supposed to say that as a parent, but I think I have every no parent, idea.
2: Every parent probably feels that at first, and then yeah. slowly just makes it up until the kids old enough where they go like, "Hey, we didn't know what we were doing." So, yep. however you, it turned, turned out, out fine. Yeah,
0: look at you. <laughs> yeah, nice. um, music has been different with it. Um, it would sort of be just like whenever I wanted to, I would do something, and right. um, now it's more scheduled.
2: Now, when did you? How did you start doing? Well kind of go back and we'll we'll get back to the all the talk about your current life but how did you start music were you were you playing in bands as a kid what was your first experience with music
0: yeah um i started playing drums when i was very young like maybe 10 or something um and i had i was in bands in like high school just like regular high school kind of bands um i didn't start playing guitar until like after I graduated high school, I think. Yeah. Um
2: what was it about the drums? Why the drums specifically? Because that's such a guitar always makes sense because, you know, it's kind of the glory instrument. Drums, it's like a very specific drums and bass, if you learn those, you want to learn those. It's a very specific path.
0: Yeah. It was uh I just remember watching like M T V when I was a kid and like bashing on the couch along to songs. (laughs) Which eventually turned into my parents being like, "All right, well, if you want to get a drum set, which was their worst idea ever," and they were like, "Why did we do this? We should have got them a quiet instrument."
2: <laughs> no, no, that is like you—you ju- you can't do anything. You can't
0: hide yeah. from a drum set, and, and you can't take it back once you once yeah. you open that box. So,
2: who was your first like drum idol? Do you remember that?
0: Ooh, was
2: um, it like a John Bonham kind of situation, or I mean that well, MTV must have been.
0: Yeah, I don't know that I really had. I mean, probably Dave Grohl. I was really into Nirvana. Um, I would say, like, the cliche John Bonham is like, like shaped the way I, I learned how to play drums. But yeah, um, not probably not when I was young, not, not when I was ten.
2: But Dave Grohl makes actually kind of makes perfect sense because the way that he, the kind of power that he exudes behind mm-hmm. the kit, and especially on those early Nirvana videos, like where he's just sweaty and just hitting things Hair as hard as face. you can. Like, hey. Oh, yeah. Any kid who is, like, predisposed to want to play drums and hit things with sticks mm-hmm. is going to look at that guy and be like, yo, I want to be part of
0: that. And he was a hard hitter. I was like, I, want, I need to copy how he does those things. And it's just like, yeah.
2: <laughs> just just, a, just a wailing down yeah. as hard as you Punishing can.
0: Punishing his drum set, basically.
2: Your parents have to replace the heads, like, every three mm, days. They were not happy.
0: <laughs> it was,
2: was it really that bad? Or was it just like you were just so... Tough on the kid. Yeah,
0: it was very loud. Uh, there were times when they're like, hey man, you, we can't today. Just don't. Please, like, figure out something else to go outside or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's too loud.
2: They start handing you, like, wind chimes. Be yeah, like, here, do, do something with that. Yeah. I don't know. Like, that's easier. Yeah. Now, did you ever take lessons in drums or was it just, like, you
0: no. went for it? No. Yeah, I went for it. Um, once they bought me the, the drum set, I would just sit in the basement with headphones and just try to learn patterns of what people were doing yeah um it took a I mean i probably sounded terrible from all of it uh but it, there was one day when it f- like clicked for me like oh if i hear something i can do it like i know what i know if he's hitting a bass drum i know if he's hitting a snare drum kind of thing
2: do you remember what that day was what the mm, track was it was or?
0: definitely nirvana for sure because i yeah. played along to those records like almost every day um yeah just figuring out like, when, when parts changed, I didn't really know anything about music, so, like, I didn't know, like, a chorus or a verse or anything, but knowing, like, anticipating when a change was going to happen and being able to do it, yeah. you know, that was a pretty cool thing.
2: Yeah, that kind of switch between just a guy hitting things to being, like, an amateur, mm. you know, not professional, obviously, but, right. but just you're getting to the point where you can say, like, oh, yeah, I'm a musician. That's a weird switch, especially... Mm. The, the thing I always had was, because for me, it's starting playing saxophone, it was so limited to what I was learning in band class. I didn't really do the guitar, drum, bass thing, you know, like that way. So I, I had at one point, you know, you would listen to the records and you try to play like people, but I would never really think to emulate anyone because it was all just like scales and stuff. Right, with drums, right. like sitting in your basement and actually getting to feel what that other person is feeling. Mm-hmm. you know when you play is that kind of how you just kept learning just kept playing along
0: yeah um and that eventually turned into drumming for bands that, you know in high school we were we'd write our own songs um and like being able to contribute to that in a way yeah was um was pretty heavy
2: do you remember the first song that you were sort of a part of writing besides like just being the guy? guy's like okay john write a drum part
0: yeah uh, I'm
2: guessing it was a really good song. <laughs> I'm I'm guessing it was probably the best song you've ever written. Probably I mean, and everything's just downhill from that. Yeah.
0: That's it starts at the top and then you roll down the hill. Um Yeah, it was probably one of those early high school songs where we sat around like we knew what we were talking about.
2: <laughs> yeah. You're like, man, we're
0: we're just so deep. Yeah. Obviously we're gonna make it, so <laughs> Oh god. Do you do
2: you remember do you remember that feeling? I mean, I think every kind of young musician does where you're in your first band and you look around the table and you say, guys,
0: guys, we could do this. Like, we figured it out. We could we could make this happen. (laughs) Like, we could be famous. Yeah.
2: It's like I listen to um, this uh, podcast called the DIY Musician, and they talk about all these bands who say, like, if we could just get our music in front of the Grammy committee, Mm -hmm. we'd win. (laughs) Obviously, we'd obviously win. Did you have that kind of confidence growing up in these bands? Was it like all or nothing, do or die, you know, just everyone's going to go for it? Or was it like, "Oh, eh, we're here for fun."
0: I think it was the latter, yeah. Um we didn't know like we didn't know about like touring or like playing shows. There was no um like we weren't gung-ho about it. It was quite, sort of like an after-school yeah. kind of thing. We did play. I think we played like two shows maybe. I don't remember where they were. Actually no, one of them was at the living room for sure um way back in the day it was like 1997 or something it's 98 yeah. um maybe a little I don't know um but that like we played like two shows and like all right well we did it so did, when hey, do we make it <laughs>
2: yeah okay come here was it what's the guy's name i forget his name the some big record executive yeah. like hey
0: come come on where's my money where's the deal
2: now what made you stick with it though cuz obviously at some point everybody leaves but you yeah. stayed and kept going
0: uh yeah after that high school band broke up I mean we all stayed friends but everybody kind of moved for like college or whatever um and that's I think when I started playing guitar because there was nobody else to play with yeah for like playing drums I didn't really you know have a music circle um so I just started playing guitar uh just to like do it for myself kind of thing
2: yeah so that you could actually write the songs and perform them
0: um yeah, that came like way later. It was more like, oh, you were just here's doing like one covers? song. Can I learn it?
2: Oh, was and it? Re- so were you trying to just learn covers? Just you just wanted to learn it. Yeah, there were no like aspirations to no. be a singer songwriter or Never. anything. Nope. Really? I'm no. surprised. Yeah,
0: I honestly like I couldn't even play in front of like you know, like if we had like family parties, or whatever at the house, and somebody like, oh, can you play play a song? I'm like, oh. I, I, nope. Everybody has to not look at me. Like turn around. And I'll, like, try to play a G chord.
2: <laughs> what What was it just, like, the insecurity of, like, oh, yeah. I can't... Or was it, like, a performance? Like, I just don't want to be the center of attention.
0: Totally. And as a drummer, you can hide behind, like, there's yeah. cymbals and things. But it, with a guitar, like, everyone's, like...
2: <laughs> <laughs> everyone's looking at you, yeah. again, just Do trying Do the thing, or we're paying
0: attention to it. And I'm like, ooh, I don't care for that.
2: <laughs> Did you always have that? Is that one of the things that you think brought you to the drums? Was, like, I can be a part of this thing... But I can also—I mean—that I was just, a comforting thing right. for sure. Originally, you wanted to just be Dave Grohl or yeah. play like Dave Grohl, but then you learn, like, oh, well, I can just kind of disappear into the background.
0: Yeah. Uh, and I still feel that to this day. Like when I play drums with bands, I'm much more comfortable than yeah. If I'm playing guitar and singing, or even like sideman guitar, it's like very uncomfortable.
2: Yeah, that's that's a weird one because at some point, everyone's going to kind of look at you. But drums, you can still totally in the background. Now you, cause we, you, you and I recently played on a gig together for, uh, Chrissy Stewart. And I mean, I, I knew that you had always been playing, that you had played drums, you know, I had kind of heard about it, but then you were on her record, um, house of Christina. And then I didn't realize how much drumming you do. Is that something you're really kind of in demand still for?
0: Yeah. Um, I, I try to do it as often as I can. And, um, it seems like rhythm sections in general, like bass players and drummers, are always in pretty yep. high demand. Yeah. Um, so even that show that we played um, is led to a couple opportunities with other bands that are looking for drummers. So. Oh really? Yeah. Um,
2: which I'm I'm, ju- I'm just going to say right now, kids, if you want to learn an instrument and you want to play a lot, learn bass or learn drums. Yeah. You that will is, never be out of work. <laughs> no, honestly, like I, because being being a horn player or being a you know. Singer songwriter with a guitar and singing, it's like you're always looking for somebody to play for mm-hmm. or play with, I guess. But you're always looking for somebody to sit in, and then you have to deal with the like, are they really into it? This is my stuff, and you're trying to balance that. So, yeah. being a drummer and a singer songwriter, do you come at it with a different perspective when either you're sitting in with people or you're having people sit in with you? Is there sort of like an understanding of where their mentality is on this? or do you try to really kind of put yourself because you know how hard it is to be the person in charge you try to do your damnedest to make it good
0: yeah i mean knowing what it's like to to be a front person and having and trying to put a band together when i when i play with somebody on the drums um i'm like totally aiming to please like whatever you need yeah. me to do i'll do it because uh, I know it's like very stressful, and it's like same thing, like you said. You know, do they like it? Are they are they into it? You know, um, and especially on like a local music level, like you want to build people up. You don't want to, yeah. Like it's hard enough as it is. You want to make that person feel like what they did was awesome because it is awesome. Yeah, you made up a song. That's crazy. Like no, you know how many people make up songs? I mean, I guess a lot, but
2: but still, relatively, you know, you know there's there's a lot of people in my life, and I'm sure in yours where they hear a song of yours and they're like, "Oh my god, how did you even I wouldn't have even put the piece how did you where did you?" Right. And you're like, "I, I don't know. Just made it up." It it's it just kind of I just it's a bunch of make-ups until you go like, "Well, here that I got to cool. Guess I got to write it down." Yeah. Now, do you do you have a preference? Do you think you would rather Obviously, you like doing both, but is there one that you kind of prefer being a drummer or being a singer-songwriter in the lead spot?
0: Um I definitely since I started writing songs, that's definitely where my where most of my interest is. I think. I mean, the drums. I I've got a very specific style. It's not. I'm not like technically proficient. I've never taken lessons or yeah. anything. I can do like one thing. I can do it pretty well. I can keep rhythm.
2: Dude, you. I, I gotta say, for you know, all things being what they are, you do a great job. No, <laughs> I man. Do. I like. I know what you. I know like, you know, what we when we played together. And when I've just seen you in like rehearsals and everything and on other gigs, dude, it's solid. And that's one thing about drummers that I've played with a lot of drummers who can play a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's great. Sometimes that's really good. But other times, most times, you just want to lay down a groove. And the greatest drummers I've played with know exactly that. And even if they're not as technically proficient as other drummers... Still, if you have a good pocket and you've got mm-hmm. a good feel, which you do, that's what's going to get you gigs. And that's what's going to get you kind of lauded as opposed to like other guys who are just like everywhere on the kit.
0: Right. And it, it depends, you know, the, the situation, you know, what kind of band and what kind of music they're playing. Um, anytime anybody asks me to do stuff, I'm like, just so you know, like I'm this is what I am. I yeah. can't do anything more. <laughs> Like, <laughs>
2: come at it. And be like, okay. Here's here's a sheet.
0: Yeah. Here's a list of requirements that you might have,
2: and here's what I can meet He's
0: you with. What I can do. Yeah. And if you if that's what you're looking for, I'm your guy. Right. I can lay back and play pocket drums all day. I can frame a window, but, but I can sheet rock. looking for like rock. jazzy, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. No, that's good.
2: I I have a lot of respect for kind of knowing and appreciating those limitations that even if they're only perceived, because I. I am famously, maybe in my own way, like I just, because there's so many buttons on a saxophone, it's like you just want to hit them all at some point. You know, I I don't know if I think I'm getting paid that way,
0: but so you just (laughs) want to play. Yeah.
2: But speaking of the, so because you really enjoy the songwriting, like you said, once you discovered that you could write a song, it's like, okay, well that's, that's all, Mm -hmm. that's all there is. What was the, what was it like that kind of first time you wrote a song? Was it, was it a trial or did it kind of fall out of you? And that's why you're just kind of like chasing that from now on. Or was it like a hard, like, I got to work at this?
0: Um, I think I probably thought it was awesome. Uh, and then looking back at, uh, so for my, the, the first songs that I ever wrote, um, for my 30th birthday, I booked time at a studio, uh, Q Division in up in mass. Yeah. Yeah, uh, great place. And they like I took the tour and everything I'm like yeah, this is, looks great. Uh let's book, you know, my my birthday August 2nd. Um and I'll come in for, you know, a day or two, whatever it was that I booked. Yeah. Um and they're like, "All right, cool." Uh and then I got home, I'm like, "All right, I don't I got to write some songs."
2: Crap. <laughs> I'm going to I'm about to drop a bunch of money. Yep. Yeah. And it
0: was not a, a a lot of time. It was I think maybe, you know, a month out that I booked it and Ooh. then I was, uh I was like, yeah, I want to do, like, a five-song, like, EP kind of thing. And they're like, all right, cool. Um, have you ever written a song before? I'm like, nah, nah. <laughs> oh, so, oh, so you, this was before you had, like, learned guitar. I'd, you I knew could play you... guitar. I never had written a song. <laughs> but I was like, <laughs> man, f- figures, like, my 30th birthday, it's yeah. a pretty good time to do it. Like, a now or never kind of thing. Like, if I don't do it now, maybe I'll never do it. So it's, I'm just going to book the time, and then I'll yeah. figure it out.
2: Dude, I... I actually did the exact same thing for my jazz album that we released last year was the exact same, like I'm turning 30. I mean, for me, I had been doing, I had been playing jazz, you know, half my life at that point. I was like, okay, well, you're not, you're not going to get, you're not going to feel any better about how you can play, you know, five years down the line. Like sometimes you're just going to have to go for it. So it was like the same thing, just like, Hey man, yeah, I was just like, I want to write down.
0: songs. I don't know how to do it, but I'm not going to force myself to do it if I don't have like a hard deadline yeah. kind of thing. Dude, so.
2: And it totally worked out.
0: Well, they were not that great. And uh-huh. I, uh, I mean, it was a really fun experience. I brought a bunch of amazing players in and um, we had a really fun time. The songs yeah. were not that great.
2: <laughs> now, did you release that or did you just uh, say like, okay, this is step one?
0: I, I put it out on like a band camp kind of thing, but it has since been redacted
2: <laughs> i choose i choose yeah, i listen back
0: to him like ooh no that's that's a no
2: <laughs> but you need, but you you know what though good for you for for kind of having the the guts to do that because i think i think it's so hard to decide when you're going to make that first choice to like okay now i'm going to record mm-hmm. because you could write and write and write and write but their your is only going to get so much better throughout time it Mm -hmm. it takes a lot of time to do it and the kind of music industry we're in now you need to be releasing things if if you're serious about it, or you just want to you know put stuff out people like when you keep kind of producing and producing and the quality not that you shouldn't release something that sucks but the quality sonically doesn't really matter to people as much i mean obviously it matters to us who are releasing it Mm -hmm. But it doesn't really matter in in the way that it used to, where everything has to be uber polished and everything has to be so great. Yeah. But so after that, after that kind of experiment, did you? Ju- it just caught the bug and just kept writing, kept yeah. coming up with
0: stuff. It's um, like I, I every time I wrote a song, I wanted my next one to be better. That was like a challenge kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so that's like once I wrote a song, that I was like, oh, that's actually like I like that. That's. A it's pretty cool. I've looked back at the other ones and I was like way off the mark. So yeah. I need to like chase that like better and better and yeah. better kind of thing. Now so.
2: what was the, what was the first one that you thought like, okay, I hit something here.
0: Um, it was, um, so I actually used to come to the parlor open mic religiously, like every Tuesday night for f- five years, maybe whatever it was. Um, and, there were songs that I would play like my older songs that like, it, it's interesting to get to see like what people react to and what they're yeah. like, you know, it, you know, this, whatever, it's not that great. Uh, and there was a song that I, from my, f- that first EP that I did that people liked, um, they would be like, Oh, you're going to play that tonight? Cause it was like a, a cohort of people, everybody that came, or I would say like a majority of the people that came were all also playing. It wasn't yeah. like people were coming in to see the open mic. It was, yeah, it was (laughs) musicians feeding them. Yeah. So we had a pretty strong cohort of, uh, really great songwriters, uh, that would come every single week and we would like, you know, talk about each other's songs and stuff and, uh, like ask to play, you know, Oh, are you going to play this kind of song thing? Uh, so there was some that I would play that people would be like, Oh, you should play that tonight. That was really good. You know? Um, I'm like, yeah, I don't really like it that much, but whatever, I'll play it. Um, and, uh, the first one that I wrote after that EP, which is the first song on the record that I have out. Yeah. Um, I think that was the first one that I was like, this is, I like this song. Good. I, the other songs I was playing them, but I didn't really like them so much. Yeah. And this one I was like, I like this. Um. So yeah.
2: Yeah. And so then you decided to, you put it all on and out because you released an album, what, in 2018? 18. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have it? have you, been thinking about recording anything else, or uh,
0: ever since that one came out, I'm like, oh, I'll definitely have one done in a year. Yeah, from that release, and then a year came, like, well, maybe like a year and a half. Right, <laughs> and now it's nineteen twenty, almost three years. Yeah, um, but
2: now, I mean, one of those years in between, you also, you know, go through a pandemic and have a child and have a child. So yeah. it's, I'm sure that kind of pushes the timeline a little bit in a weird way.
0: Yeah, uh, I've been like, I've been writing. Intermittently. I, I mean, I, I don't really write uh, like probably like I should. Like, I, um, There's never like a day where I'm like, all right, I'm going to sit down and write today. It's yeah. more just like a couple moments here and there kind of thing. So there, I'm like working on it. It's just I'm yeah. not good at maintaining a, a no, for it's, it. No, <laughs> it's,
2: it's hard, especially with the way that your life is kind of shaken out now where it's you have a whole new set of responsibilities, mm-hmm. a new job, new stuff that you're doing. But I think. You know, you clearly have something special here. There's, Thank you. You know, people have really responded to it. I don't like it at all. But, <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I was like, oh no, man, I
0: got to interview this guy. God
2: I got, I got to be honest with you. I, I you know, I kind of tuned out. Mm-hmm. But no, no, I, I really like it. I know there's a lot of people out there that really. Want to support your music So having more of it Would be really good Yeah So how would If people were interested In following along Your journey And getting the next update For when it finally drops Secretly Like a Beyonce drop Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Where would they go To uh, hear about
0: these Uh, My Instagram Or Facebook um, I have a website But does anybody Go on websites I don't know Um,
2: God I hope I pay for Wix
0: Yeah I just like It's like yelling In the woods Yeah (laughs) Is anybody there (laughs) Uh, yeah, th- I'm. Anything that I do musically, I—that's the social media avenue is probably the easiest.
2: Awesome. What's your handle, then?
0: Uh, John Ferrone on um, Facebook and Instagram. Man. I think I have a Twitter too, but I don't know if I've ever used it. So you you
2: you only use it for like pictures of food, and it's yeah. like no, that was that's Instagram. That's, that's
0: what Instagram is for. You're not doing, you're doing it, it wrong. wrong.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, man, for sitting down, and especially for playing your tunes. It was really great. This to you This is a pleasure. You.
0: Thanks so much for having me.
2: So, thank you once again for tuning into Motifs Between the Notes. Um, we're sponsored by, of course, The Parlor here. Uh, we're also sponsored by R1 Entertainment Center, Bolt Coffee, Dash, and Trinity Brew Pub. Uh, once again, my name is Ben Shaw. You can find more about me and my music at Benjamin Shaw Music or benjaminshawmusic.com.
0: He's also a fantastic musician and songwriter himself.
2: Yeah, okay. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. It's true. Pretty, good, pretty darn good. I mean,. One day we'll just have to have, like, a battle of songs. (laughs) People don't do that anymore. Ah, we'll figure that out. That's Motif's next series that's coming up, Battle of the Songs. Battle of Acoustic Balladeers. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Hope to see you next time, and have a great day.